It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Memorial Day weekend episode of the Locked On Thunder podcast. I am your gracious and humble host, Derek G. I'm going to attempt to make this podcast as evergreen as possible so you can listen to it at some point during Memorial Day weekend between now and Monday. Maybe you're on your way to a vacation destination to hang out at the lake. Maybe it's family's house. I don't know. I don't, I don't even know if you live in Oklahoma. I mean, if you live in Australia, Monday's probably a, a normal work day, same Europe. But if you're anywhere in the United States, you've got Monday off. And I want you to be able to enjoy the Locked on Thunder podcast from now up until next Tuesday when we meet again. So we will start off talking about Russell Westbrook being second team All-NBA instead of first team All-NBA. I'll give you reasons why I don't have an issue with Damian Lillard being ahead of Russell Westbrook on that team. Plus, we have conflicting rumors about Paul George. There's a reporter in Oklahoma City who's saying that PG is staying in OKC. And there is a player saying that Paul George is headed to Los Angeles. I'll tell you which one of those guys I believe. In segment two, we'll go back to yesterday's podcast talking a little bit more about Carmelo Anthony the Instagram post, what it says about him, and we'll revisit some of Sam Presti's words if Carmelo Anthony just does not want to accept his role because it really feels like he and the Thunder are at an impasse right now and I'm not sure that it's an impasse that gets solved easily. But we we have to delve a little bit more into the mindset of Carmelo Anthony because I want to keep this evergreen. I'm not going to touch too much on the Eastern or Western Conference Finals other than to say this. We may be watching LeBron James' last few games in Cleveland and why I think that's a shame. And sort of, I'll put a Russell Westbrook spin on that and we'll get to that in a little bit. And finally, I'll tell you how you should, uh, well, I'll tell tell you how you should spend your weekend, but I will also give you another suggestion to make your weekend a little bit more entertaining. My name's Eric G. I'm a credential member of the media. I did radio in Oklahoma City here for a while. I also work for Thunder Digest. Shout out to Chuck Cheney, as we like to do every day at this time during the podcast. And if you like what you hear, you can go to LockedOnThunder.com. Not only are all our podcasts archived, but we also have video and audio from players and coaches. Let's start off with the All-NBA teams, which came out yesterday around noon our time. Russell Westbrook and Paul George, the only two members of the Thunder, who were named to either All-NBA team, Paul George, third-team All-NBA, Russell Westbrook, second-team All-NBA, and, of course, Russell Westbrook being behind Damian Lillard did come with a little bit of controversy. People who are Russell Westbrook fans saying that Russ should have been picked over Damian Lillard because, well, Russ averaged a triple-double for the second straight year, so why isn't he All-NBA? I don't have a problem with this. I I had a very hard time getting emotional about the uh, about the decision, about the announcement yesterday, and an even harder time getting upset. One, 
because throughout the majority of the year, Russell Westbrook and the Oklahoma City Thunder underperformed. For the majority of the year, the, the Oklahoma City Thunder spent the entire season, well, I, okay, for the majority of the year, Oklahoma City Thunder tried to figure out a way to make this big three between Carmelo Anthony, Paul George, and Russell Westbrook work. And it just, it did at times. At times you could see maybe what the finished product was going to look like, but it was never really consistent. Russell Westbrook being the point guard, and I get it, he's not a traditional point guard by any stretch of the imagination. He certainly doesn't play the game the way a guy like Chris Paul plays, but it is Russell Westbrook's job, not only as point guard, but as face of the organization to make sure that everybody is on the same page. And I don't think Russ did a very good job of that last year. I We know that Carmelo Anthony had a hard time accepting his role And I have to believe to some extent, Paul George had a hard time accepting his role. What we don't have to worry about with Russell Westbrook is him having any more of a chip on his shoulder than what he already does. In fact, because he was named second team All-NBA after averaging that triple-double for the second straight season, I kind of worry about Russ having a chip on his shoulder and playing this next season the way he did two seasons ago, which is completely try and take every game over and put the thunder on his shoulders. And you don't need to do that, especially if Paul George and Carmelo Anthony come back or some faction. uh, If the nucleus of this thunder stays together, the last thing you need is Russell Westbrook trying uh, trying to take over every single game and playing angry every single game like he did after Ricky Rubio had his triple-double in the playoffs. So that there, in a sense, that worries me. One thing that never will worry me is Russell Westbrook's work ethic. Here is Sam Presti on Russ working hard during the offseason and especially on those three-point shots, which we all can't stand him taking. One thing I, one thing I can tell you about Westbrook is um, he's driven, okay? Uh, he's going to keep coming. He's not going to... Um, you know, kick his feet up and um, expect to um, come back next year and, and have things just all the all of a sudden be a little bit different. I think he's going to, based on every competitor, I think he's going to spend, now whether he'll tell you this or not, he's going to spend a lot of time thinking about the things he can do to get better. Um, and, you know, for our team, one of the things that I think he's focused on trying to do is become a better three-point shooter. And I see him late at night in this gym working on that. Um, you know, his ability to continue to catch and shoot and knock shots down, I think, is an, a, a big part of his continued uh, evolution as a player. With all that being said, you're talking at a guy, about a guy that is amongst the best players, if not the best players in the league. It would be easy for him to kind of rely on what he's done, but he's not going to do that. The areas for him to continue to improve those are things that one, you know, uh, structurally, how can we continue to find ways to put him in position to be um, uh, enhance his effectiveness? You know, I wouldn't say make him effective because he's highly, highly effective. You know, we one thing about him is over the last ten years, um, we have the second most total wins of any team in the league, including the playoffs, other than San Antonio. And Russell's been here for all of that. From Russell Westbrook, we transition now into Paul George, who has conflicting rumors about his future. Dean Blevins from Channel 9 here, who, look, I 
Dean takes a lot of crap. I think Dean's a very good reporter. And, and Dean is one of those guys who's been so good to me throughout my career, even when I was, you know, a wee board op at one point. I just, I can't say anything bad about the guy. Just can't and I won't. You won't get that out of me. But he is reporting that Paul George could stay in Oklahoma City. And what Paul George is contemplating right now is the loss of Andre Robertson being a big deal. And that the Thunder never really reached their full potential. Which is sort of something that, that, that I have echoed in an opinion all along. Which is, if I'm Paul George... And I know that there's no opportunity to win a championship in Los Angeles or or at any time soon. Even with LeBron James coming to Los Angeles, that you could be better than the Golden State Warriors or the Houston Rockets. You might as well stay here in Oklahoma City. If for no other reason, you, you want to see if this can really work. A, a year later, when you guys have had some time to get to know each other... Can it be much more of a cohesive unit? On the other hand, C.J. McCollum says that Paul George is definitely bound for the Los Angeles Lakers, and it's not even a question. He's not staying here in Oklahoma City. And I hate to say it, but if I have to believe one guy or the other, and again, it's nothing against Dean, I always trust the player. And that's because I've worked with guys, or I've worked with one guy who played in the NBA, and a couple of other guys that played professional basketball and guys that have played in the NFL. And and players chirp. They constantly chirp. If you want to know the real deal on player movement, it's always best to talk to players. Even players who are not in that particular sport always seem to know more than what the media knows at this point. And I say that as as a member of the media, knowing that it just feels like we're constantly in the dark. Yes, agents are a good resource, but I'm not even sure that players are 100% honest with their agents all the time. And we know that agents are, are going to put out there what, whatever they need to put out there, which best helps their clients. Paul George was asked in his exit interview about the allure of going back to Los Angeles. Well, with all that said, obviously what follows you is speculation about home in Los Angeles for obvious reasons. Is there an allure there to you, to the idea of playing, you know, at home? Um, I mean, it, it, I would I would say you know almost everybody in this league uh, would have loved uh, to to play at home. Um, I, I won't say that's that's a lie. Um, everybody would love to play for their home uh, in one way or another, um, but that that won't be done. That's not like you know, the only you know option for for why I want to go somewhere is because it's home. Not at all. Paul George was also asked about Oklahoma City and what it would mean for him, or, or what Oklahoma City can do better than what it's doing now, and is there a realistic possibility that he is considering the Oklahoma City Thunder? Paul, when the Thunder traded for you last summer. It was kind of an open-ended thing. Didn't know if they were going to have me for a year, what it might turn out to be. But to hear you kind of talk about the organization last night, you said you want to be a Thunder player. Did are you kind of did you expect to kind of have the Thunder in the conversation when that deal went down? Did you expect to be thinking, sitting here thinking, like, I might actually stay there? Um, yeah, you know, it, I, it was, it's tough. You know, it's tough. Uh, I've, I've, I've haven't, I haven't been in a position to be a free agent or, or know what that is like. Um, and then to have the, the, the chance to go where you want to go, um, that's always been, um, like, I, I feel what players 
you know, they they want that option. Um, but then you you get into an organization where they kind of check the boxes on, on all the things that you you want out of an organization, um, and then immediately they become a candidate to where you want to play long term. So, um, you know that that's that was the case. That's been the case here. Um, they 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 honestly checked the boxes where I needed those boxes to be checked uh, from from what a player wants and, and needs out of a front office, um, out of medical group, um, out of teammates, out of coaching staff. I mean, um, honestly, they, they, they can't say it, say it any more than that. They checked the boxes on what needed to be checked. And we know that Sam Presti has to put on one hell of a recruiting job. Here's what Presti had to say about talking to Paul George during this entire process. I talked to PG, and I would say... Why don't we listen to Paul? He's said a lot of has had a lot of comments. Also, I'm not trying to dis, 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 um, dissuade anybody or say that that what someone says someone told them is inaccurate. I, I, I don't. But I, I'd just rather listen to the man himself. I'd also um, reflect on the fact that like PG really kept keeps his business like pretty pretty in-house. I mean, we've gone through the whole year. We haven't heard, like, a whole lot of stuff since he's been here. He's been pretty straight down the middle, and um, I have nothing... I can't do anything but trust the things that I'm being told, and um, and I do. Because, uh, you know, if you can't do that, uh, when I say trust, I mean trust the fact that um, he said positive things about the organization. Um, if you can't trust other people or if you're going to live in a world of skepticism and cynicism, I can't help you. I, I don't know where that leaves us. You know, good luck. Um, I'll see you down the line. I'm not going to let myself go there. Yeah, and, and I can imagine that, you know, Sam Presti, from the moment he got Paul George here, remember when there was the, 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 big, the, the big event out at, jo- at Jones Assembly? I was about to say to do. Up there, I did it. Boy, that is just such an old term. But there was the big event out at, out at Jones Assembly. Everybody welcomed Paul George. He got a hero's welcome that nobody ever coming into Oklahoma City ever received. That is when the recruiting of, of Paul George started. Actually, it started when Sam Presti made the trade. And he was going to do everything he could to make sure that Paul George knew the organization, appreciated him, and the fans appreciated him. And I think even, look, a lot of people complain about this. I love it when fans go out to the airport to greet not only the team coming back, but when they greet guys like Carmelo Anthony. And eventually, those things will start to pay off. They may not mean as much as what an organization can ultimately do and can they win a championship, but I don't think players take those as lightly as some people lead you to believe. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. We are part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. So what if Carmelo Anthony won't accept his role? And how does LeBron James playing his last few games in Cleveland tie into Russell Westbrook? We talk about that in segment number two. This is Jake from Locked On. Locked On has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. 
After beating the Heat led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But there was one player in the starting lineup for the last three games of the finals that helped support Dirk all the way to a championship, J.J. Barea. Led by J.J. and Jason Terry, the Mavs' second unit proved to be the strength throughout the playoffs, where they led the NBA in bench scoring. But for games 4, 5, and 6 in the NBA Finals, Mavs coach Rick Carlisle inserted Barea into the starting five to help the Mavs space the floor and put more playmaking around Dirk. J.J. Barea had a knack for running the pick-and-roll with Dirk that helped the Mavs score more efficiently on their run to a title. Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Barea. Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support, too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Thanks for listening to the Locked on Thunder podcast. Hope you are having a fantastic Memorial Day weekend. If you're lucky, you haven't had to work Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, and you're going to get off Monday, so a good four-day weekend. Plus, uh, here here in Oklahoma, a lot of the kids are uh, getting... Are uh, are getting out of school at this point, so there's there's a lot of a lot of moving around with families going on. Let's talk about Carmelo Anthony. He was the focus of the first segment of yesterday's podcast, and we were talking about this Instagram post that said Kyle Korver is a better player than Carmelo Anthony is now, and the numbers don't bear it out. Carmelo Anthony is averaging more points than Kyle Korver, and even though this was a down year for Carmelo Anthony, he was still averaging about. Six rebounds a game. For Mello, this is a case of doing some deep, deep soul-searching over the next few weeks and deciding ultimately what he wants for his career. Is it a chance to go someplace that that may not be a playoff contender, uh, most likely not a championship contender, and just prove to everyone that as an individual, you're still one of the best players in the NBA, or... Have you gotten to that point in your career where you know if this Oklahoma City Thunder team plays well, they may actually challenge Golden State and Houston next year, and you're all right with that. You're all right with whatever your role is, be it starter with reduced minutes or a guy coming off a bench, or a guy coming off the bench, I should say. Only Carmelo Anthony knows that. And when he and Sam Presti sit down and have that conversation, which I would give, man, I would give anything to put a recording device in there. Maybe we can get a, maybe we can get an Alexa. Oops, sorry. I hope that didn't set off your device. But maybe you get an, an Amazon Echo or one of the one of the Google devices. Put it, put it in Sam Presti's office. Maybe it'll record it and then send it to us so we can hear what that conversation's like. But deep down, I want to know what Carmelo Anthony's thinking. He is the most fascinating guy this offseason because it's not just about where he plays and where he doesn't play. It's about this guy just realizing how late he is in his career, which is something that I think we can all identify with to some extent and that we we all have a hard time accepting when we're not as good as things as we used to be. Sam Presti, with that conversation, talking to Carmelo Anthony, mentioned in his exit interview, what happens if Carmelo Anthony refuses to accept his role? Well, I think the first thing is is um, that dialogue has to happen with respect to kind of like where he is in his career, what he sees, you know, um, relative to, to the role that's here, whatever that is, and what he wants out of that. I think it's, again, like I understand the question. Before we can get to the, the finance component, 
to me, you got to get to just kind of like the, the, the open communication, transparency of communication. And we, that's one of the things that I don't know that everyone here, um, you know, uh, and it's not it's not anyone's fault. You just don't know how those things happen. You know, like you you have relationships with players, you have relationships with agents. You sit down, you work through these things. You f- you have to do a lot of listening. You have to do a lot of um, uh, uh, of asking questions and, and vice versa. And then that stuff, the stuff you're talking about, you know, decision on the option, um, you know, role, those types of things. Those things work themselves out, and we'll sort it out. We'll figure it out. That's just always the way that we've operated. You know, we talk about what Sam Presti's best recruiting job will be. And, and most of us are like, man, Sam Presti's going to have to do a hell of a recruiting job and his best recruiting job to keep Paul George. If Sam Presti can get Carmelo Anthony to realize he can be an integral part of the Oklahoma City Thunder by doing less, then that undoubtedly goes down as Sam Presti's best recruiting job during his entire career as a GM. Let's talk a little bit about LeBron James. Eastern Conference Finals will continue, or I don't know, maybe by the time you're listening to this, this is over, but we could be seeing LeBron LeBron James' last few games in Cleveland, which I think is kind of sad because LeBron James has become such an integral part of that city. Starting off with the Cavaliers, being a native of Ohio, then going down to Miami, then coming back and finally win a championship. I would like to see... LeBron James retire as a Cleveland Cavalier because it would at least signal to me that maybe the days of guys staying with one team isn't necessarily dead. Now, granted, LeBron James did not stay with one team his entire career, but when you think about LeBron, you'll think of him probably more as a Cleveland Cavalier than you will a Miami Heat. I don't know. Maybe it's just two... Maybe it's three separate eras of LeBron's career that, that you put into respect, but With all that being said, Russell Westbrook has a chance to be that guy, be the last of that guy's, last of those guys, the Derek Jeter-esque players that stay with a team his entire career. My question is, how many Oklahoma City Thunder fans really want Russell Westbrook to be that guy? They're fine with him now. And they love the fact, and a lot of Thunder fans, and you may be one of those, that love the fact that Russell Westbrook signed that, that Supermax But let Russell Westbrook start to break down. Let Russell Westbrook alienate some more players. And I put that in air quotes, alienate more players. Or people feed into that narrative that you can't win with Russell Westbrook. Then Oklahoma City Thunder fans get into a whole different mindset. And they're not going to be so happy about Russell Westbrook finishing his career here. Right now, Russ has a statue. Russ has a jersey hanging in the rafters. And he may still have those things. But... Give the Thunder a few more years of not winning championships and and, and Russ being not uh, Russ not being the nicest guy with the media. Maybe eventually that that wears on fans and maybe fans won't want Russell Westbrook to hang around. This is actually I won't say might they won't want Russell Westbrook to hang around. This is the Locked On Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G. I'll give you another way to occupy your time and make you laugh this weekend. Coming up next on the Locked On Thunder podcast. No matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax experts make them count. Did you say no to a big wedding and elope at the county courthouse? That's a move. Did you go back to school to get your degree? That's a move. Did you relocate for a fresh start? 
Well, that's literally a move. Maybe you moved into a houseboat instead of a house house, or switched gears from rideshare driving to video game streaming. Or you rode the stock market to the moon and back. TurboTax experts make all your moves count, getting you every credit and deduction you deserve. They'll file with 100% accuracy and get you your max refund guaranteed. So, switch to TurboTax. Make your moves. They'll make them count. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live. This is as good a time as any to promote a few of the other podcasts about around the uh, Locked On Podcast Network. Obviously, the four teams still left in the playoffs, which will be Locked On Rockets, Cavaliers, Warriors, and Celtics. Those are all good podcasts to listen to. The NFL, you've got OTAs going on, so Locked On Cowboys would be a good one to dig into. And then Major League Baseball, I'd go Locked On Mets right now. Locked on Mets, locked on Red Sox, those those always seem to have a lot of interesting stuff. All right, you want to occupy your time this weekend, do so with the latest episode of Game of Zones, which has been put out by Bleacher Report. Uh, this one centers around the rookies and them playing a game called NBA 1K, which is similar to Dungeons and & Dragons and possibly every NBA 2K game that has come out on on video it's good stuff uh it features ben simmons you've got donovan mitchell in this one lonzo ball um markel fultz is in it and markel fultz plays this scared guy that doesn't want to come out he's 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 almost completely not ready to play but if you are an nba fan it's got enough inside nba jokes that that and if that it's made for you it's also made for the people who are more at-large NBA fans and may not be into the association as much as you are. But I say watch it with your friends, grab a few beers this weekend. And uh, here in Oklahoma, yeah, I'm going to do something that A.J. Hinch, manager of the Houston Astros, isn't like. I'm going to send my thoughts and prayers to uh, my good friend Brent Kennedy and everyone who works at Louis on the Lake. I have been to that location many times. I've done shows there. Uh, Brent and I are really good friends, and he's struggling today. If you don't know what's going on, there was a shooting out at Louis on the Lake, and you can find more on that on the uh, on the internet and here on the news stations here in Oklahoma City. I won't go into details, but I, I will say this. A.J. Hinch made the comment that thoughts and prayers aren't getting it done. Well, as somebody who's a Christian, and I'll go ahead and tell you what my faith is. I'll take all your thoughts and prayers. Anytime you want to pray for me, I'm good with it. But I will say this, I think we sometimes are ignoring the big thing that I don't know if there's any place that's safe in this world. And I'm not saying that to have doom and gloom on a Memorial Day weekend. I just think that if we want to live our life free, we just have to ultimately be aware. And my thought is no amount of laws that, that changes guns or anything else will really will really make any place safer. I mean, look what happened in Toronto on the same day. Some guy uh, put... Some guy was planting bombs in an, in an Indian restaurant. So it can happen anywhere, anytime. And if, and we know all too good and well here in Oklahoma that if you want to hurt a lot of people, there are several ways to do it. It's scary, and in a lot of respects, it's sad, but I refuse to live my life scared. I'm going to go out. I'm going to enjoy this weekend, and I hope you do too. And hey, if you need thoughts and prayers, you can always count on them for me. That's why I say every day when I end this show, E.L.E., Everybody love everybody. We might like to make fun of Jackie Moon, but it's a very good principle to live by. And peace and love 
I can't think of two more powerful words in the English language. Peace and love. So peace, love, and thunder up. Have a great Memorial Day weekend. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.